dear listener and viewer, and welcome to ABW Preview. That's the show. To tonight, this afternoon, this morning, it all depends on where you are. With me is one of the people from the chat box that you may all know as Mr. Waffles, but I know him as David. Hello, David. Hello, Danny. You all right? Yeah, I'm doing good. How about yourself? Oh, my moustache smells of cheese. Yeah, I had pizza <laughs> and ice cream, and I'm, I've, I've got nothing to clean it with. I just can't be. I've just got to that stage now of my beard where it's an absolute mess. Need to get the gardener in to come and trim it. So your beard looks tidy and your hair looks tidy from your Instagram. Yeah, I trimmed pictures. it up for you, man. I even changed my underwear tonight, so man, you should, be, you should feel really oh. proud. Oh, happy birthday! It's an honor. <laughs> Do you want to tell people uh, how long you've been supporting Arsenal and whereabouts you are? You don't have to give your street name or your city or ever, but uh, I'm in Olympia, Washington, and I've been supporting Arsenal since about 2000 ish. Yeah, I became an honorary fan when he played for first started playing for france so yeah. yeah and that's what kind of drew me into arsenal was henry there was um there was somebody else i think it was dorkley she lives in she's canadian and i was talking to her once and she said the reason she got into arsenal i'm sure she said it was a henry as well and she went oh i like the way he plays and then what clubs he played for he plays for arsenal well that would do me i'll support arsenal yeah. there must be lots of people that um that they found their way to arsenal that way mm-hmm. But I've been a soccer fan since I, I, that's what I grew up playing. So um, I've loved it my whole life because I, I was an Inter fan before I was an Arsenal fan, actually. Oh, that's my team. Inter Milan going to win the yeah. league this season. Oh, yeah, oh great times. Yeah, it's good times. <laughs> so are you uh, a Timbers or a uh, uh, Seattle fan? Um, neither. I don't know. I know it's snooty of me, but it's just, it's hard to watch, man. If I've watched Premier League, Premier League and the European Leagues, it's just difficult to watch for me. It's just, it seems amateurish. I know that's snooty, yeah, but I'm okay with that. Portland have got that dark green home kit that reminds me of the NASL days. Oh, what a kit that yeah, is. Yeah, well, I used to be a Texas Tornadoes fan way back in the huh? NASL days when it was yeah. really bad. But, you know, I, got, I actually saw Pele play him once. Oh, back in the old cotton ball down in Dallas because that's where I grew up. Yeah. So, yeah. so you moved from somewhere nice and warm to somewhere it never stops raining. Pretty much. Yeah. I've been migrating oh. northwest my whole life. So yeah. If anybody out there lives in Australia, I mean, I'd move to Texas as well. I want to give me a house to live in. Let me know. I'm coming because I've had enough of the cold and the wet. I haven't seen sunshine since August. That's how bad it is in this country. Yeah. Horrendous. Anyway, that's enough waffle about Mr. Waffle. Um, let's get into a few bits of information about the game if you've got anything to say uh david as we're going along just shout because i can't see because i'm looking at my screen so it's the preview game for west ham v arsenal well the first 20 minutes of this i had it down as arsenal west ham so i had to delete it all and start again (laughs) so it's on sunday it's on at 3 p.m where can you hear the game or see the game uh, I hear nobody asking. Well, in the UK and Ireland, still on Sky Sports. Australia, Optus Sport, New Zealand, Spark Sport, Canada, DAZN. And in the US of A, it's on Peacock. What's Peacock, David? It's NBC's streaming service. Oh, so it was NBC for the last game, and then I deleted that and put Peacock's this site, said it, but they're both the same thing. Yeah, it's their competitor for Netflix and Prime and all of that. Ugh, they all have them. Lovely. Um, nobody could be bothered to let me know their listeners' country people. You need to let me know and you need to remind me. So this week's uh, mystery country is Nicaragua. You got it on Sky HD. Those scumbag Sky have got their fingers in every bloody pot. Right, head-to-head, all competitions, 
played 143 times. We've won 69, drawn 39 and lost 35. And I thought, how are they beating us 35 times? Then I went and found the Premier League head-to-head, played 49. We've won 32. They've drawn, we've drawn nine and they've won eight of them. That sounds a little bit more realistic, doesn't it? Because West Ham are, are just shit. Yeah, yeah. They're typically a mid-table team. We usually have their number. See, this has played 49. So that means this will be game 50. That's 25 seasons. There's not, has there been 25 seasons of the Premier League? When was the first one? They must 90, have gone back to the old. 92, 93. How many years? Yeah. Yeah, they've got to yeah. include some of the old first division because they haven't been in the top Premier League for 25 seasons. That's nonsense. Delete that. Forget about it. Move on. Right. Our last three away games at West Ham, David, if you remember any of these, shout. Last season, the 9th of December 2019, we won 3-1, 1-0 down at halftime, 1-0 down at 38 minutes. And then I didn't remember this game, but it, I think Lundberg was in charge. And it said three goals in nine minutes, Martinelli 60, Pepe 66, Aubameyang 69. I remember nothing from that game. Do you remember anything? I thought it was Freddie's first win, but I could be completely wrong. My memory is not as good as it used to be. <laughs> it's about as good as yours. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you've got an excuse living up there. It's, it's all it's legal there. It's not legal here. If it was, I, I'd be I'd be away with the fairies at the moment. Yeah. Dear, oh dear. Um, yeah, so I think that, well, I don't think Freddie was manager for maybe, what, six games and he had one win or two mm-hmm. wins. Yeah, so... Uh, I don't remember that game at all. And then the season before that, 12th of January 2019, we lost 1-0 to a Declan Rice goal just be- just after half-time. I don't remember, I remember that, do that. I remember huh? that goal. It pissed me off. Oh, yeah. tell us. So what happened in it? Oh, you do or you don't remember? I do, yeah. I do remember that goal. Oh, I don't goal? remember the whole game, but I remember that goal. It made me... Uh, Good. No, I remember absolutely nothing about it. And the one season before that was uh, <clears throat> 13th of December 2017. We drew 0-0. And I looked at that starting 11. Eight of them are no longer at the club. But again, that is nearly three years, just over three years ago. Is that be right? 18? I can't count. I don't know how many years ago that was. But interestingly, apparently, that was Jack Wilshere's first league start after being out for 18 months. Remember the days we used to have players that were out for a year at a time. I don't think we've got anything anywhere close. We'll see later on when we come to injuries, but I don't remember that game either, which is uh, which is terrible. I was thinking I don't remember any games about anything. I barely remember any of the games we've played this season. Do you have that problem? Yeah, yeah. Unless somebody triggers a memory, then then the dominoes will topple. But yeah, for the most part, I don't remember individual games. People who do that are like, oh, I remember that goal he scored in 1998. And it's like, I don't. Yeah, no, yeah, I don't remember what I ate for breakfast this morning. Uh, I remember transfers, <laughs> and I remember when I've bought my cars and what cars they were. But when it comes to individual games, some on the pod they may remember games going back years and every detail about them, and it's 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 almost freaky. Anyway, one game we won't remember: our first ever game against West Ham, thirteenth of January, nineteen oh six. We drew one one in the FA Cup, then beat them three two in the replay. So if anybody remembers that game, tweet us and we'll give you a hello because that mean you are going to be at least one hundred and fifteen years old. Mm, that's if you were born that age. day. Mm. It, it is. It is a good age. I worked out that a bloke who scored one of the goals was would be one hundred and twenty four if he was alive now. So uh, I doubt very much that he is. Bless yeah. him. Uh, current form, we were talking about this before we started, current form and league position, West Ham are 5th with 48 points and we're 10th with 41 points. There is not, uh, two or three games in a row and we could be top five, top six. Do you hold that much luck for that chance? 
I mean, we certainly have the ability. Will we? It, you know, it's Arsenal. It depends on which team showed up or shows up, right? We yeah. absolutely have the ability. We have the players. We have the talent to do it. We even have the system. It's just a matter of putting it all together. Yeah, it does seem that's a bit of an odd thing this season. That I don't think people can deny that we're scoring some magnificent goals, but we're yeah. just so sloppy. And I, I think some of the time it's, uh, it's would you say it's Arteta asking them to do stuff they're just not capable of doing? I mean, that's what I think, but I don't, it's hard to say because I, I honestly, I think it's a, a pretty, I think there's enough blame to go around. I think that Arteta doesn't always get it right. He's not, especially as in game management. I just think his subs need a lot of work, but I think there's that, that sometimes the players just don't do what they need to do and they don't have the, the passion of that they need to have in order to be, be able to execute on what, what Arteta is asking them to do. So I, who knows? There's enough blame to go around. I think I don't think there's any one problem. I still think we've got some way to go. Anyway, looking at our last six away Premier League games, it's not too bad. We won three, drawn one, lost two, scored 12 goals in those six games, and we conceded one. We clearly conceded six. No, six. So that means each, on average, our last six away games has been 2 1. We scored two and conceded one, but we've yeah. still managed to lose two of them, and we've had one clean sheet. Um, I think that was when we beat West Brom. For, was it 4 0 we beat them? I think so. Yeah, I think it might have been. Uh, West Ham's last six home Premier League games, this isn't very good. They've won five and lost one, scored 11, conceded five, and had three clean sheets. Does that give you some hope, or does that make you a little bit worried? Uh, well, a little bit of both. They're obviously not scoring a whole lot of goals, but they seem to be pretty solid defensively, um, which is always difficult for us to break down teams, especially if, if Moyes parks the bus. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see how it plays out because it could be a very high scoring game. Um, yeah. I think, I think we'll beat them now. That's just my opinion. Yeah. I think, I think it's going to be an, an interesting game. It definitely won't be a nil nil. Looking at West Ham's top scorers, all competitions, Thomas Suchek, eight goals in 31 games from defensive midfield. That's, that's crazy. So he's going to be need to do a lot more defending than attacking tomorrow. And then it's, uh, Michael, Mikhail, Mike, M-I-C-H-A-I-L, Mikhail Antonio. I've heard of him. Plays for England. Forward, he's got seven in 20. And Jared Bowen, right wing, has got five in 30. So there's no one there that we should be overly worried about because Suchek isn't going to be able to leave central midfield, is he? Because if he does, uh, our quick players are going to turn all of them inside out and get down and get crosses in. Absolutely. Yeah, agreed. I, You know, everybody's saying that we should buy Suchek. I see that all over Reddit and all over the interwebs that... Yeah. People think we should buy him. I've not seen enough of him to, to form an opinion, but from what everybody says, he's a pretty, pretty quick player, pretty decisive. So we'll see, I guess. But yeah, I don't know that he'll be able to get out of midfield, with, especially if we're playing soccer, Pepe and, and those guys. They'll, they'll keep him pinned back. Yeah, I thought he was a striker until this week. That's how much notice I've taken of it. But then there is a bloke they sold to Ajax who I was getting him mixed up with, the, the big bloke who played up front, who is actually there. I think he was there for third top goal scorer, but he's gone, so it doesn't count right. West Ham's assists. Aaron Cresswell, left back with seven assists. Saeed Benrama, left wing with five assists. And Andre Yarmolenko and Jared Bowen, both on the right wing with four assists each. Uh, looking at those two, you've got Cresswell and ben, um, ben Rama both on the left side with 12 assists between them. So that means they'll be running down our right side. And that's mm-hmm. going to be um, it's going to be Saka. And hopefully we, I mean, we will see our 
can say a little bit about our lineup. So you've both gone for Suarez at right back because I think if they had if Bellerin had all of that to deal with, I think he'd struggle, didn't you? Yeah, he just he lost a step and he just has trouble getting back sometimes, and it's it's unfortunate because I really like Bellerin. But you're right, he would have a problem with that with that left side. All uh, right. We shall um, talk a little bit about our lineups in a minute. And one final bit of information Lukas Fabianski has nine clean sheets in 26 Premier League games, and in those games, he's let in 30 goals. So he's letting in about one goal a game. He's still a pretty, I think he's, he's 33, 34, possibly 35. Still a decent keeper, isn't he? He is. I, like, I always like Lukas Fabianski or Lukas, however you pronounce his name. <laughs> did get it right um but i always had a soft spot for him even even after he left i was slightly rooted for him so. yeah he spent four four years at swansea joined west Ham on a free transfer a few years ago and uh i think many times this season they've uh he's been the one that saved them but i'm not worried about a single player they've got i think uh what's his name antonio's a decent player but he's he's regularly i mean he's only played 20 games this season but no one in that team worries me no me either Maybe Mark Noble. <laughs> Worried the killer on the pitch from old age. <laughs> mm, yes, yeah, he's been. He's not playing as much. I, I like Declan Rice, but I'm surprised Declan Rice hasn't got more assists. Or he may have a few goals, but I didn't see what he had. But he's um, he's probably their best player, isn't he? I don't know that much about him. Like I said, I don't watch the West Ham a lot. But yeah, he seems mm-hmm. it's either either him or Suchek that that people talk about the most. Um, so. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see who steps, if anyone steps forward. I think Rice is going to, he left Chelsea and then signed for West Ham and now Chelsea want him back. So I think if he does well, they did want him back under Lampard, but under Tommy Tickles, I'm not sure they they want him back because they have got, um, they've got so many decent uh, ball holding central midfielders. I don't think they need him. Uh, right, let's do injuries and suspensions. Again, we've almost got none. It did say Saka and William, but um, Charles Watts was doing his live show today on YouTube, and Charles Watts said no. Saka's been declared fit, and William has got a Willian. I put William again. Willian has got a, a late fitness test. Do you hope that he fails that wit- fit that witness <laughs> fails that little fitness test, or do you? I don't blame. Him? I don't blame William for. I get the pick and all the time. I, I blame Mikel Arteta. Um, it's not his fault, uh, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I, I would, I would probably leave him out. I don't know that I want him to be injured, but I didn't, don't necessarily want him in the team. Um, Sock is a good, good news though. I actually checked the team news on the on the Arsenal website earlier today, and it said that he's he's available for selection. So um, that made me happy because he seems to be our motor right now. Um, one who really drives. So him and ESR and Odegaard have been kind of revelations in the second part of the season. So, yeah, very true. Uh, West Ham injuries: are, um, Ogbonna, Fornells, Pedricks, and their goalkeeper Randolph. They're all out with various uh, groin, foot, and hip injuries. And so that's my um, that's that bit all done. So uh, let's that bring that's going to sh- change the shape of their team at all. Though. Nah, probably not. Um, right, let's bring up our, our starting eleven for the people at home. We've both got Leno in goal. We've both got Tierney at left back. I still can't say that. There's no R. Oh, there is an R. Tierney. That's why I say it. Tierney. Anyway, Cedric at right back. Gabriel at centre back. And you've gone for Mari over my holding. Why have you gone for Mari? I don't know. I just like him. He seems solid. He's got a good head on his shoulders. He's got good vision. 
Um, I just like the way he plays. Um, Gabriel's a little more adventurous and seems to burn, to, to move, go forward a little bit. And, and next to uh, Louise, that makes me nervous when both have that penchant for running running upfield. So I would like somebody with a good head to stay back. And that, yeah, it, to, for me, it was a toss-up between Holding and Mari, and I would just went with Mari. Yeah. Uh, central midfield, we've both gone for Party and Odegaard. You've, I've gone for Xhaka. You've gone for Rowe. After I did all this, like I did my one, then I went and did your one. And then I thought, oh, shit, I should have put Rowe in because Rowe playing on that left side of a midfield three, he's been brilliant, hasn't he? He's been, Which is why you picked him. Yep, exactly. He has been incredible on the left side. And I think he pairs really well with anybody you put in front of him, whether that's Nabe or Saka. So, yeah. So I'm going to change mine and I want Rowe to play because against West Ham, you don't need another defensive midfielder because no. uh, they haven't really got anyone attacking. No, no. Yeah, Like we discussed earlier, I just don't think they have a lot going forward. So that's why I chose a very offensive team. Obviously, you know, this lineup would have to defend from the front a little more, but yeah. And then talking about the the attackers, we've both got Saka on the right, Pepe on the left, although he wasn't very good against um, Olympiacos. And I've got a bummy young up front. Keep the faith. You've gone for Martinelli. Is that more mm-hmm. wishful thinking than um, predictability? Yeah, it's it's not a prediction at all. It's absolutely wishful thinking. It's me being <laughs> obstinate because I just don't think Aubameyang or Lacazette have been good enough lately. Neither yeah. of them have. Lacazette brings a lot more than Aubameyang does, but I just. Albert's in a, in, a, in a bad place right now, and I think he just needs to take a rest and get his head back on his shoulders. Because he he's an incredible talent. He's, he's such a great striker, but right now he's just out of sorts. With the stuff going on with his mom and everything else going on with being late, I just think he needs to take a break and get his head on his shoulders. He's definitely in some kind of funk, and I don't think um, um, dropping him and finding him for, for being late. And then his performance against Olympiacos was, you look at him, you're going... Well, what are you doing? It seems to be unless you can play to his strengths, he's not going to do it. Whereas Lacazette, like you were saying, Lacazette is, is more um, versatile. He'll do more things. Yep. He'll, he'll drop back, let other people get up front. So who do you think he'll go with, though? I have a kind of feeling he's going to go with Lacazette. It's mm. just, I could be absolutely wrong, but I have a feeling that's who he's going to go with. Right. So, um, okay, what's your thought? We were talking a little bit about, before the show started, about your thoughts on Arteta. So, yeah, so um, how do you feel about him and how, how we are and trusting the process and all that stuff? I guess I'll preface it by saying I, I would love to see Arteta succeed. I li- like I said, I like him as a player. I might like him as a person. I actually like his attitude and I like his interviews. I like the way he interviews. He's pretty straightforward. He doesn't. There's not a lot of BS in his interviews. I just think that tactically um, and his in-game management, there's a lot to learn there. Um, I think he has a long way to go. And I think if we stick with him, which it looks like we're going to do, it's obviously not my decision. I have zero input as to what happens to him. None of us do, but the only person that matters is, I guess, is silent Dan. But yeah, I, I hope, you know, it seems like they're going to continue with this experiment. And I think that we all just need to take a step back and be, be patient with them. Um, you know, there's our Teta out stuff and, and, I mean, I'm not saying don't express yourself. I know people are frustrated and they want to they want to air that out and, and on podcasts and in chat rooms and all of that. I get it, but at the same time, I try to take a little bit more of a pragmatic approach. With you know, it looks like they're going to continue with him, so may as well support him. May as well be patient and see what he's going to do. I hope he I hope he figures it out. I hope he really I really hope he 
goes on to become a legendary manager for us. Because, like I said, I like him. Yeah, so I've got this thing. The um, I agree with what you were saying, but this league table since Boxing Day, which is after we got, I think it was Man City smashed us just before Christmas. So you look at the league table here, people at home and on the toilet and on, in the bus and, and swimming. So we're fourth in the league table since uh, since Boxing Day. And we've got a game in hand on Leicester of others, two on Man United, two of others, and three on Man City who are top. And we've, we're only two points behind Leicester. And uh, we've won eight, drawn three, lost three, scored 25, conceded 11, which is this, the second best defence since then. And I'm not just picking a, a date to make us look good. I really do think that there's been a, a turn in, in Arteta and the players since um, we knew that some of those, the, the rotten eggs, the Bundesliga bastards were almost definitely being shown the door. I think that's been a turning point for Arsenal. And uh, yeah, looking at that league table, does that league table with us in fourth place give you any kind of uh, confidence in him and, and, and trusting the process? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, my inclination is to look at the stumbles Um you know, the teams that we should have beaten didn't. Um, oh, so, darn. I know, right? So <laughs> I, I try to step back and take a broader look at it. But, you know, in the moment, you're like, what the hell? Why are we losing to these people? Why can't we beat Olympiacos at home in the second leg of the Europa League? Um, but, yeah, I mean, that, that that looking at the table since Christmas, it's that uh, gives you a little bit of hope, doesn't it? It does until you realise that we lost to uh, Wolves, who were in fifteenth, and uh, mm-hmm. and we lost to Villa, who were in eleventh. <laughs> and uh, we, we've, uh, I think, we've drawn a couple of the other teams in there. But look at Liverpool, sixteenth, <laughs> defending That's... Premier League champions. <laughs> That's glorious to see, isn't it? <laughs> oh, what a time to be alive! Um, yeah. So, what's your prediction going to be for tomorrow, score wise? I think we're going to win two one. Um, I try not to predict wins whenever you see me predict on websites or in because <laughs> every time I say we're going to win, we lose. Um, but yeah, I think we'll win two one, maybe even three one. But I'm, I'm going to take it safe and be safe and say two one. Yeah, I think I'm going to go three one only because uh, I'm not putting any money on it because I don't bet. But <laughs> but they are, they are going to crumble because they can't keep up this form. David Moyes is a is a half decent manager. He's got the team behind him. It's his second spell. At West Ham, I think the first spell he, he left out. He was only there to the end of the season, and he, um, they didn't give him enough money or didn't uh, guarantee him enough money to buy players or bring in the ones he wants. And he's doing a pretty decent job, but they are a bang average mid-table side that have had some decent yeah. results. Yep. And it's only a matter of time until they uh, they get get a walloping, and I think tomorrow might be a day of the wallop, which will be officially known from now and the rest of time. The day we walloped West Ham. Um, a friend, um, Sean's mum had a dream that we beat them 10-0 that she said to me I dreamt the other day that I asked you what the score was and you said 10-0 I don't think it's going to be 10-0 it'd be nice if it was and uh, oh imagine if it wasn't who would you spread if you could spread the goals over who would you give them go up, let's score our goals would you let's say Saka got all 10 so no, I give him a lot of Pepe actually He's, he needs the confidence boost <laughs> I think he could get all 10 with 10 assists and he'd still have a face like a smacked ass in the next game <laughs> Poor bloke. You can tell if he's going to have a good... If Pepe's down like this, he's not going to have a good game. If he's looking where he's going, we're in with a chance of him having a good game. So I think Arteta should get him to go out there and warm up. And if his head's down, you're not starting. Because uh, why that? I mean, that bloke scares the life out of defenders when he's running at them. I'm quite looking forward to the games. Three o'clock kickoff. That means I'm going to have to go to bed now for 10 o'clock if I'm going to get my usual 12-hour sleep. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's not at five in the morning for me. I think it starts at nine. Five? Are you going to get up for it? 
I'd get up for the 5.30 game, Jeff. How does it make you feel when I can't be bothered to get up for a midday kickoff? That's every two each is on, man. <laughs> <laughs> so if, if people want to find you on the... You, I think you were the fourth person I ever followed on Twitter all those years ago because we knew each other from mm. the online Arsenal forum that I, I got there. banned from. You still, do you still post? <laughs> oh, yeah. is that knob TA6 still there, bossing people around, the dirty little virgin? <laughs> Don't do that nice to me. <laughs> I hate him. I hate him. He banned me, and then Mav, a Maverick Kaiser, unbanned me, and I said I'm never going back again. But yeah. I still speak to um, to Tone and Fabster and yeah. that lot. So you're still on there. God, my yeah. I, I went back and had a look at someone told me it might have been you said go and have a look at the award of the decade. I got the the post of the decade for that GFP <laughs> hot or not. I just put pictures of me naked in there. <laughs> Uh, that's one of the funniest things I've ever seen uh, to this day. Uh, and uh, that's because someone put, there was a woman on there called Sosh from Sweden, and someone put on there, Sosh, hot or not. So I decided to try and uh, take the heat off her. And uh, over a decade later, and it's still talked about. Still talk about I'm it, yeah. an enigma because I went. So, um, <laughs> yeah, so uh, feel free to share this with on there. And if TA6 is watching, you're a knob. Uh, <laughs> but Dave, that's not the opinions of David. Or Burkat Mundlane in case he wants to sue us, which I doubt he does. So, uh, yeah, where can they find you on the Twitters if you want them to find you or do you want to remain anonymous? I'm not on any of the social medias. Um, I'm on Twitter. It's uh, Where's My Waffle at Where's My Waffle. If you want to send a DM, I'll check it next Thursday, I think. Um, is when I have penciled <laughs> um, I'm on Facebook if you want to find me. But, yeah, I'm not, I'm not a big social media guy. Okay. Well, how have you enjoyed your, your first ever live, uh, well, first podcast, I suppose. You've done a podcast before? No, it was my first one. It was pretty fun. Oh, yeah, yeah, good. Yeah. Might get you back for another one sometime. Right, there you go. So that's been 26 minutes, a 15-minute show that's gone 11 minutes over. There you nice. go. That, that's what ABW is all about. Right, people, thank you very much for watching. If you've liked it, give it a thumbs up. If you haven't liked it, still give it a thumbs up. And we're back to 7,000 subscribers, which is good because uh, you scumbags unfollowed, unliked. No, unsubscribed, and we went down to 6,000. So I think we're the only podcast to have hit 7,000 subscribers three times in the space of a year. Fantastic. Right, we will see you after the game tomorrow. I've asked my lot who's free. As usual, the useless scumbags, none of them have said they're free. There's 12 of them. 12 of them, and none of them are free, which is why there was no show in midweek. So I'm going to blame scumbags. I'm going to blame the, the pirate. If he's uh, if he's off doing something, no, he's back on Twitter. Bless him. Right, I'm waffling now to Mr. Waffles. Thank you very much for joining me tonight. Have a good one. And we will see you later. Goodbye. As soon as I scored that goal, I was fucking livid. Splendid business. Get down, dog. <laughs>